0: well we have our super bowl matchup um i don't think the it's the one we written. wanted the script the script is is yeah script writers are or are, are just started working on uh, the super bowl script uh i think the script we all wanted was the, the, the who who um chiefs and maybe chiefs and lions i think that's the script we all wanted yeah uh poor lions oh yeah. man when that first half I'm like I don't want to jinx this but I
1: think it's happening and then oh I know I know um I I it was heart wrenching you know it's like you look at that franchise it's they never been to a super bowl 66 years since their last title yeah. and uh most of those fans legitimately had never seen it uh you had to go back to that gentleman it was like in his 80s who was a season ticket holder and uh that's how far you got to go back so Yeah, I mean, Heartbreak City. And it's weird because the Lions are always kind of like, I don't know, maybe you get a Bears fan on here, Joe, or a Packers fan. Maybe they hate the Lions, but, like, I think everybody was pretty much rooting for them because everybody has some other reason to hate the 49ers for this, that, or the other. Maybe it's you didn't like them in the 80s. Maybe it's the whole uh, kneeling thing. Maybe it's a political thing. Maybe it's – you're a Cowboys fan, so you hate them. Maybe you're whatever. There's maybe there's they're getting
2: too close to how many yeah. Super Bowls the Steelers have. Uh-huh. So like, that's I want good them. One.
1: Good one, but no, I think uh, outside of uh, San Francisco or California, everybody or Youngstown, Ohio was rooting for right. the uh, Lions. And I just again, Joe, I'm not. I'm sure you were going with this. I don't. I don't understand the field goal calls. I know that's how they got there. I know that's the way they got there. You don't want to get too far away from what got you there, but. All that stuff we just said, you got to realize, and I don't think Dan Campbell realized the enormity of that, all that stuff was on the line. All you had to do was kick the field goal. There's no guarantee that he makes it. I get that. But the higher probability was kick the field goal. You know, if they would have kicked both, they won the game. If they would have kicked one, we're going overtime. I just – I love Dan Campbell too, and it's hard to be mad at the guy. He's a likable guy. He's a likable guy. But it's like, oh – No, kick the field goal and
2: I struggle yeah. with the logic when you're up by so much. Do you know what I mean? When you're up by so much and then you're gonna make that very aggressive play call. I, I struggle with the logic. Like I could understand if the game were close, if they felt like the 49ers were catching them. Do you know what I mean? If any of those things would happen. But but I kept saying they're not playing the teams that they were playing during the regular season. Like this is not the same caliber of team that you were going against. The 49ers have a really good defense, and and you can't take You can't take this lightly. Do you know what I mean? So if you're going to look at probability and statistics and all of those things for for the likelihood of making this fourth down conversion, you have to also consider your opponent and who you're going with. Do you know what I mean? This is not the Chicago Bears or some other, you know. The Minnesota Vikings yeah. and this somebody. isn't
0: week, this isn't week six. This is, right, the, this is right. the conference this is the championship to go right. and not even just a playoffs a conference championship to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you gotta reconsider things. You don't leave points.
1: Yeah, and it's so, your point, Leanne, it's not only like who you're playing, it's how they're playing at that time. Yes, you had to stop them at all. You hadn't stopped them. They were going down, they were gonna go down and try and score again. So it's not like your defense was playing like the 76 Steelers right. or the O2 Ravens or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's just why I said know, I could they're...
2: sort of understand the first one, like the 49ers were struggling at that point to stop them. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't have done it. I would have preferred my team kicked the field goal when you're up by that much, but at least like in that logic, I could be like, okay, they hadn't really been able to stop him yet. He'd gone for it on fourth down before. So maybe it makes sense. But, but when, you know, the game has gotten close, I don't know what you're thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he just he just blew it. But really it's on the players. The players yeah. just the the receiver stopped receiving. The the running backs fumbled. They just they they choked. They got caught up in the moment and they choked. And and that's that's why people like Mahomes are who, who excel in the playoffs. Yeah. That's just it, it's just a whole other level when you are in the playoffs as opposed to the regular season. And it's so impressive when you could rise up to the occasion yeah. and, and you know who else didn't rise up to the occasion? R- Lamar Jackson. He basically lost the game for them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That dude fumbled and yes, th- stuff happened, but Lamar Jackson He's got playoff did, uh, issues. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I, the only thing else too is, you know, usually week to week we're talking about the Steelers on this. And we talked about a few times what they got to do next year. One common denominator that I saw all weekend was all of those teams had very, very good offensive lines. And the one mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. line that really crapped the bed was the Ravens. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with both of you on, on the Lamar uh, Jackson, but he was running for his life most of that game. He I mean, was. They were the hell out of him. And yeah. he was – I mean – that offensive line collapsed, and, and, that, and that just, again, it's like, Joe, we said it last week, coming up in April here, the tackle or the guard or the center, we always know it's not the sexy pick. Let me tell you, if they got Alt from Notre Dame, I would be just like Jason Kelsey and running out in the yard with my shirt off. I mean, give me that big tackle. Give me that yeah. center that we can lock up for the next 10 to 12 years. And you saw that that you saw that happen. The Lions were, dest- were destroying that 49ers front line almost the entire game until about the third quarter. San Francisco, likewise, offensive line just absolutely took over in the second half. And then, of course, the Chiefs' offensive line, although penalties were yeah. drawn and whatnot, they still took care of that Ravens defense very well.
2: It felt like the Ravens went away from what had kind of gotten him there to begin with. It felt like they had shifted this year, this focus from like, you know, everything is Lamar. Lamar is running. Lamar is this. Lamar is everything. That's our offense. It felt like they really did make that effort this year to shift towards having more of a passing game, having more of a balanced offense. And I don't know if they got anxious because they were down or the game plan changed because of what they thought that – that um, Kansas city was going to do, but uh, it felt like they got away from what had worked for them all year. And they were back to like the old Ravens of putting everything on Lamar's shoulders. And, you know, he's got receivers. They needed to use them.
0: There were times when, Lamar could have run I mean look what oh, look yeah. at what helped the 49ers in in their second oh, yeah. half is Brock Purdy just started running like crazy, right, crazy. and they, they 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 didn't have an answer for that Lamar yeah, yeah. like almost refused to run like bro you're the best runner there is if that's what it takes to win that's what you do run 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 man even David right, said
1: that yeah,
0: but then uh, other the, times
2: he's doing mad stuff like throwing the ball to him. I mean, like all the crazy stuff that he does. Do you know what I mean? And then the simple things that have made them so effective, they just weren't doing those things.
1: Yeah, midway through the first quarter, he he took off for 36 yards. And I thought that yeah. was gonna be there you go a little yeah. bit more of that, Joe. Like the rest, like you say in the rest of the game. And and we didn't, and Brock Purdy surely doesn't run as pretty as Jackson does, but he got it done. And yeah, I, I think they got away from that. I, I posted too and I thought. The the Ravens receivers were having a little bit of case of the drops. He's like they did in Week Five versus the Steelers, yeah. which essentially cost them that game and basically put the Steelers. They didn't know it at the time in the playoffs. You know how many weeks later, but um, that that didn't help. I mean, Zay Flowers, you know, bad game, and then the kid hits his hand off the bench and yeah. slices it. And he's out. Their number one receiver. I mean, it couldn't have gone worse for the Ravens and for a lot of Steeler fans. Uh, that's okay. <laughs>
0: Right, right. Don't want to take
1: any pleasure in anybody else's demise, but um, I wasn't, you know, sitting there jumping up and down. But I mean, yeah, you know, you you would have thought I I would have thought the Ravens would have presented a much better, stronger defense, much better play out of quarterback. I mean, the Ravens yeah. I thought were the best team going in. I thought they were the hottest team. I thought they were going to be there. And
0: you know what? Yeah. You know what their problem was. They too. were too good. They were they Got were too coffee. good they never except for the steelers who gave them a game and i think i think they lost to indianapolis too which was like a fluky game they basically rolled over everyone else
1: including and the they, detroit lions and the 49ers exactly
0: yeah. exactly and you know why you know why the, the, they rolled over the 49ers and the lions because the lions and the 49ers have have never experienced lamar jackson Right, Steelers. That's why I said. said the only teams that could that that were going to give the the Ravens uh, trouble in the playoffs are the Steelers and the Browns because they're used to him. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: and and but I mean the 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 Chiefs are on another level, and but and for some reason the um the the Ravens um game plan was to not run at all. And that was your strength, one of your strengths all year. Number
1: one rushing team in the league. Yeah, really curious. Number one rushing team. Well, that's what
2: I was saying. They went from only running to to this kind of like new balanced offense where they were passing some, they were running some. And I think it unsettled teams that, even teams that are familiar with the Ravens, because it's not what you're used to seeing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I understood like some of the complaints the Ravens fans had. Like, I think. Like all those things can oh, yeah. be true. Like some of the play calling was questionable. Do you know what I mean? There were some things that were wonky or whatever that didn't go their way. But by that same token, you you can't ignore the fact that they pooped the bed. I mean, they just did. They they yeah. didn't execute.
1: Clear clearly, some pass interference calls missed. Yeah. Um. So for anyone who's screaming at the the Chiefs, get. Where Mahomes in particular gets preferential treatment. They have a little bit of a leg to stand on because it was pretty bad. But oh yeah, I agree with you. I don't think there was a lot that would swing it all the way. I mean that that was the, the Chiefs' defense too. Again, you know, I mean he started hitting Mark Andrews there early. It uh, looked like we might see a good tight end matchup, yeah. but then they just adjusted the safety and brought the corner over, and Andrews was pretty much nullified after that. A great adjustment by the Kansas City Chiefs. And yeah. Um, yeah, you know it's and that's the thing. I mean. <laughs> We talk about Billichek. You talk about Chuck Noll, or you talk about all these guys. And Andy Reid's got to be in that conversation. I mean, he just – Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. The Chiefs had every reason to kind of suck this year. Ten and six. Receivers are dropping balls. They had the most penalized player in the league on their right side of their line. I mean, it was, you know, uh, Butker up and down a little bit. Mahomes up and down a little bit. uh, And yet, here they are. They pull it together. He goes and beats Josh Allen on the road. Beats Lamar Jackson on the road. Now they're at yep. the Super Bowl. They you
0: did know? it all on the road this time. It yep. wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, he gets all the home games. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do on the road? He, he kicked the butt on the road. Right. Uh, he
1: did that too, Seward, right? The year we were talking about, they get a Super Bowl forty. Yeah, they it on the road uh, and beat teams that nobody thought they. Could each week, you know, and I think I don't care what anybody says, that fires people up. Mahomes wanted it, you know. That fired the Steelers up. They've all talked about it. Joey Porter's talked about it. They all said how oh, that pissed them off and what they do, you know?
2: I think it boosts your confidence so much as a team. You know what I mean? You're like, yes, we can do this. Nobody believes in us and we're the underdog. And I mean, the Steelers said it back then. And I think that's, I think that's a bit of what happened to Kansas City. I think people started counting them out. You know, they self looked like they self-destructed early in the season. Like you said, I think people yeah. started to count them out and and they weren't willing to to have that.
1: I remember Heinz Ward. I don't know who, is, who it was. It may have been with like, ron cook or somebody but uh I remember they were interviewing him and, and they're like are you mad that you can't wear the blacks he's like no we want the white jerseys we've got here in the white jerseys we want yeah. to play that's in the true. white jerseys yeah you know, that's I true. See, I don't i don't get to really choose but I, the chiefs i could see them wanting to play in the whites whenever
0: yeah. um whenever athletes say oh we don't we don't hear the outside noise we don't hear the trash talk or whatever that's a complete lie yeah. they hear all of it. And it motivates the heck out of them. How about the uh, the Lions? That idiot was waving at, um, at uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. He was waving in the second quarter like 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 they already won the yeah. game.
1: Yeah, no, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. What <laughs> yeah, that's what's still – I know there's a lot of people that, that poo-poo the NFL for this, that, and the other thing, and the NFL is not perfect by any means. But it's exciting enough still that even if it's 24-7, to 7, don't count them out just yet because that's just the way – yeah. This built. That's the way guys step up. The coaches are good. They're smart. They make adjustments, and, and there you go. You know, and, and here well, you, you look are at that
2: – yeah, you look at that game, and I think the 49ers figured out that they couldn't stop St. Brown. He was, he was killing them the first half. They obviously made some adjustments for him, came back, and, and shut him down. And then the Lions were the ones who were like, oh, now we don't know what else to do. Do you know what I mean? That guy Reynolds, I think is his name, that was – was yeah. getting targeted more because the St. Brown was dropping the ball. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. think that they, they thought that, you know, they had this surefire thing in this connection between the two of them. And then when he, he was getting double teamed, all of a sudden they were, were stumped.
0: Another thing the 49ers did, which was kind of shocking was they're down all these, they're, they're down, you know, two, three scores and they're still running it in the second half. Yeah. I thought you were supposed to be pass, be pass happy or whatever. It's like, well, they took away the run because we're behind. Like, yeah, we'll just gonna keep running. We have the best running back on the planet. We'll just keep running. Right,
2: keep running. Yeah,
1: to me, yeah. that's that should be the NFL MVP. It's he's been my choice for NFL MVP all year, uh, and he, you know, proved it again. He looked great yesterday. Didn't have a huge statistical game. But he did what MVPs do. He scored and put the team on his back when he needed them mm-hmm. to in the red zone, and and here they are back in the Super Bowl again. So, yeah, he put, um, he
0: put my fantasy football team on his back and took me to a championship. <laughs> Not well, t- the yeah. championship game I lost in the end because I, I I I also got cocky. But still, uh, um, yeah, yeah, Christian McCaffrey had an amazing year.
1: Yeah, he really yeah. did, and I. I passed on but Isaac Pacheco had a good year for me and, and, you know, and, and, some other guys like that. And I didn't, I was like you, I, uh, lost in the conference championship and had I won, I, I, I would have wiped both teams in the, the, the championship game the next week. Isn't that the way it always goes? Oh,
0: I hate, I hate when that happens.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, you know, and, uh, just I, all in all, I was glad we had two pretty good games, the NFC game, much better than the AFC, but here we go for a Super Bowl, And, um, it's two good teams. I really feel like the two best teams. Well, the two best teams right now got there. Uh, the 49ers are the best team pretty much all year, one or two in the top. Uh, and the chiefs beat the Ravens and, and they've been the best team in the playoffs. Yeah. So here you go. It all I think out. It's a
0: good, I, I think it's a good matchup. Um, it, it is funny that, that there are so many good, um, there's so many good teams in the AFC. So many talented players: Josh Allen, Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm forgetting I'm forgetting a whole bunch of bunch of players. So many good teams, and still, it's that they the, basically Mahomes is is Thanos. It's like I am inevitable. Yeah. I'm gonna now. This stat blows me away. Mahomes has played 17 postseason games, so basically a full season. 17 full season. games. Fourteen and three record, sixty-seven percent completion, forty-eight hundred passing yards, four hundred fifty-eight rushing yards, thirty-nine passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, seven interceptions—basically an MVP year. That that would win MVP in any year, and he does that in the playoffs. The dude just against the best,
2: against Against the the best, best.
0: in in the the most high-pressure situations when we just saw a bunch of teams fold. That is amazing.
2: But, you know, they yeah. can always adapt. That's the thing I admire so much about Kansas City is that they are able to adapt and adjust, you know, throughout the playoffs, depending on what team they're playing, as well as during a game. When something's not working, they find something else. Do you know what I mean? So Patrick Mahomes is able to stay poised, but but their coaching adjusts and adapts. And I don't know, as a Steelers fan, we haven't seen that in a long time. So I really marvel at the teams that can, like, make adjustments and and overcome difficult defenses and win games because jet sweep. Yeah,
0: exactly. Look jet at, suite. I
2: mean, look at, look
1: at uh, the 49 they Back to the middle. Feel, feels yeah. like we've yeah. been playing around the same place for three years. Z. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's inevitable with this too, is you watch these teams and if you're a fan of one sitting at home, you sit there and say, man, what do we need? And we could do an entire podcast on what this yeah. team can do. To get there, him. but that's one of them. You're right, Leanne. It's a good call out, and it just, you know, not creative enough, and, and just the adjustments uh kill me, too. Hopefully this
2: new up. outside OC, thank God he's going to be from the outside. Hopefully yep. he will bring some of that, you know, because I think that's something we've been missing.
0: But it depends on who they oh, get. Oh, 100% this this choice of who they get for offensive coordinator basically determines the entire season. If they screw it up again, if they Mack Canada it up again, that's it. The season is over. They they wasted an entire year last year yeah. because they kept Matt Canada yeah. and if they get the wrong guy, we are screwed. Yeah. We're so, say, We're big time screwed.
1: Arthur Smith was there. I wasn't impressed with that. Um that's not a guy I would put there at all. I mean, you, you realize he, he had a kind of a flash in the pan season with the Titans. And I think it was 16. That was your Derrick Henry went off. um, And Hannah Hill kind of probably overachieved a little bit, but.
2: Yeah. He um, got that comeback player of the year that year.
1: Yeah. And it just, you know, it was good, but I mean, it was just, you see what he did in Atlanta. He hasn't done anything since he's been to Atlanta. He's, he's just not been that great. So right now I color me unimpressed because I believe was it official that they interviewed the offensive coordinator from Carolina.
0: Thomas Brown or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Was that was
1: official. Worst, worst offensive in, in the yeah. league last year. What? And and I, you can say, well, the players. Yeah, but some of
2: that is ball. really like ownership. I mean, there's big issues in Carolina that oh, are hard to put on, you. like just the offensive coordinator. Yep.
1: And I don't buy into that. Well, he he had the worst offensive team. Well, he may have. But if you really want to impress me, take that crappy team and make something of yeah. it. Carolina, yeah. Carolina finished uh, 28th overall. I think there were in points per game or something finish in the top 15. Then I'd like to hear from him. Then I'd like you to interview him. If he took nothing, he made something out of it, but he just.
2: My big concern about Arthur Smith is that one of the, one of the criticisms of his has been how he's, squandered these like high draft picks. he got, you know, in Atlanta during his three years that he got these remarkable players and, and didn't develop them, you know, to reach their potential. And we're talking about bringing this man in to try to, to shift the development of Kenny Pickett and make him a franchise quarterback. And this is somebody that couldn't work with the talent he was handed. So why is he going to work with our damaged talent and make something of it? you know what I mean? That's, that's the thing about him that concerns me the most.
0: It's yeah. frightening. It is really frightening, and I have a feeling. I could just feel it. I I could just feel they're gonna hire Arthur Smith, and I just have a feeling. I have a feeling by week eight we're gonna say, "What the hell were you doing? Why did you hire this right. guy? Fire Arthur Smith!" It's 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 not what what uh, fire Arthur. Maybe that they'll they'll, they'll be chanting. <laughs> I don't know. I just have I'm a not, feeling it's gonna be a disaster.
1: I'm not there yet. Well, it would be disaster if they hired him. I agree. I'm not there yet because. I'll get there if they are bringing him back for second interview. So far it seems like yeah, it was one yeah. interview and
2: yeah. hopefully that
1: was, that was it. Get it, get going, get out, get out of here. Let's hope
2: so. <laughs> yeah. I keep waiting to be really impressed with whoever they're interviewing. And so far I've been kind of underwhelmed.
0: I'm hoping they wait for like one of the 49ers people like, um, yeah. um Clint like Kubiak, something yeah. like that. Um, I I would be okay with like the 49er system I don't care you know a, a, a few years ago it was uh it was a uh, um what's his face, the, the mcVeigh everybody that like everybody that ever knew Sean McVeigh got a job in the NFL oh, like, yeah. you know yeah. if you if you delivered food to him there you go now, right. now you're, you're right. at coach. Yeah. and now it's now it's Shanahan and that's okay because really yeah. everywhere that the Shanahan people go they find success look at Houston so yeah perfectly fine picking from that tree.
1: Yeah, I'd like to, I I think Eric Biennium still out there. Um, I'm a little surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. I mean, I, I think that is a guy that's been more product of a bad player because he can do a lot. I'd, like, I'd love to see Eric Biennium. I thought
2: he'd him. be in for an interview for sure. So I was surprised he that too. we haven't seen his name pop up as being interviewed. You know, that's weird. I haven't heard him
0: interview anywhere. No. Mm-mm. What's going no. on with that? That is very weird that nobody would even think that nobody is even considered high, because you hear like it's the same like five people interviewing at every available job and you yeah. never hear the enemy. I don't know what. I wouldn't mind the enemy. I wouldn't mind the Chiefs offense. That would mean that Friar Muth has yeah. to step up. You bet you better, dude. <laughs> uh But yeah. but yeah, I wouldn't mind the Chiefs offense.
1: Yeah, no, I that's definitely kind of the next step, right? Is who's going to be the OC? We get past the Super Bowl here, uh, and then uh, and don't even get me started on the Pro Bowl. Um, I don't think uh, you could pay me to watch that, but um, yeah, get past the Pro Bowl and then uh, get past the Super Bowl. And where's that OC going to come from? I think that's what everyone's waiting for next. And then and you get ready for draft day. It's not too long. Yeah,
2: it's hard to start thinking about what what really needs to happen for next year when you don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be.
1: Again, agreed. That's why I think it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean that determines everything.
0: Because what if the new OC comes in and says, "I don't like this guy. I don't want this guy. I don't want. I don't want this. I don't. I don't want. The, like, what, what? are we doing with this people? You never know. You never know. Yeah. Or he might love certain people or something like that. I, I don't know. So that yeah, that might be determine everything. in free agency, everything, everything in the in the draft. Who knows? Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Yeah, it, it really is a time it's still very fascinating. It is really like no off season. It's kind of like I always talk. Joe knows I'm a, I'm a big racing fan. It's like NASCAR doesn't have well it has a very short off season, but there's guys switching teams, guys switching you know drivers switching cars. There's a lot going on, and, and even though you got a Super Bowl coming up and, and, and the Pro Bowl and all that jazz, uh, and the week the Super Bowl, uh, they said that today they had the largest number of media they uh, requests they ever have had in history. Wow. So um, that may that may have something to do with you know Taylor Swift uh, and the Chiefs in a good way, right? Because she's she's brought so much great stuff to the NFL and he's
0: bringing uh, really football. Yeah,
1: she's brought she's brought a lot of things in there. A lot of people who didn't watch are interested. So um, you have all of that, but again, you know, it's going to be. We're already what uh, January's done this middle of this week. We're into February. Yeah. By the time the Super Bowl comes up, we're halfway through February. Then it's March and then boom, it's draft day. You know, it yeah.
2: of- you know, comes N- fast.
0: None of us are spring chickens. We remember a time when after the Super Bowl, which by the way, the Super Bowl used to be in mid-January, not January, Yeah.
2: Because
0: <laughs> uh, now you see all those things like, you know, so many years ago, this Super Bowl was played and, and now yeah. it's like, Literally, you know, now we're, we're going to have a Valentine's Day Super Bowl at some point. But uh, <laughs> I, I remember after the Super Bowl, you didn't talk football until like the the draft. There the was draft. like a, there was like a two well, or the three players period. had to go
2: work their real job. They had to go work their real job, like uh-huh. sell insurance or <laughs> work construction or whatever the hell they did. Terry Bradshaw was selling his peanut butter. They had right. to go do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: Moon Mullins worked at a car dealership. It was always right? some great. Yeah, story they they and,
2: didn't pay the bills yeah. with the, with playing <laughs> football back then.
1: Right, right. Jump on a college team, up out yeah. in the summer. Yeah.
2: My dad had a sales job while he was with the Steelers. He had a sales job that he worked like part-time on the weekends and like the day they didn't have practice or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to hear him talk about that. I know Mike Webster's uh, son has talked about that a few times. Since. Yeah. Can
2: you imagine now? Like look yeah. at Patrick Mahomes. I saw that house he was building yeah. on the quarterback oh, show a, or whatever. It's, it's and a, I was a, like, Carrie Bradshaw yeah. was in yep. like a, an efficiency apartment back then.
1: Yeah, I have Travis Kelsey making your MTO at sheets. Yeah. Like, hey, Travis, what's going on? Yeah. Terry Bradshaw
0: makes more a week now just oh, talking 100%. football than yeah. he did he did playing football many years ago. He made
2: it's... he made more doing that reality show oh, where right. they filmed him and his daughters than he did making football. <laughs> yep.
0: yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's yep. it's crazy. Um one of the one of the Pittsburgh Pirates many years ago when I was a kid. Uh, was was um he was an insurance guy and he, he introduced himself and I was I was little and I, I I I said I didn't believe him I didn't believe that he played for the Pirates it was that uh, Bob Robertson
1: <laughs> I was like oh my gosh you know. I remember he's a pitcher.
0: Um, he, was, he was he was he was he was a first base he said he said it, he played first base and outfield. I'm like no that was Willie Stargell.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking of Bob Patterson, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: but um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy now. It's absolutely crazy. By the way, I hope this isn't true. Le'Veon Bell started an OnlyFans or something like that. Bro, if you blew through that money, <laughs> I'm I'm so disappointed in you. I hope that's just I don't know what what I I mean I I know what OnlyFans is for, but I, I think it's for other I think people do it for other purposes too. Let's but hope. still, if you blew through that money after you went through hell and you torpedoed the the one stealer season to make to get more money, and if you blew through all that money, shame on you, dude.
2: Yeah,
1: I. I don't know what happened to those guys. I mean, between him and AB, I, it's just. Oh, do you see AB's new
2: CTE podcast that he's coming out? Oh with? my
1: God, no! <laughs> must see, uh, or must listen to whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's. Yeah.
2: Hey everybody, uh, we're,
1: gonna, we're gonna
0: slice open my brain. Here we go.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: Um, that know.
0: is that is one of the sad things it sounds like, and it happens a lot, where these – yeah, we talk about, oh, these athletes make a lot more money. They make millions of dollars, and they blow through it because they think they it's, like, unlimited amounts, and that's yeah. sad. You put yourself through all that. You, you kind of hit the lottery, and you make all that money, and then you blow it. That just is sad.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, a lot of stories on that, and um, yeah, I mean, I think Dave Dorson a lot. I, I don't know why because – I love the Bears and what happened to him and Dave Dorson and Mike Webster probably a lot because it's just so close to home. And, yeah, you know, I remember Terry Bradshaw getting emotional about that, realizing that, you know, the guy was laying on park benches and and just, you know, not knowing Dad. who he was and how just awful that was. I mean, and he was a tank, you know, but, you know, you see his son. His, his son's like, what? I'm trying. He's got to be at least 6'9". His son yes. oh, Yeah. Big kid, oh. he's always he's oh. always well that's funny because him. Mike
0: Webster wasn't that big.
1: Yeah, well, he was mm-hmm. big, he was bigger, he was bigger than Webby. Wow. And uh, but he never got into it because I think he saw what his dad went through, you know. Um, I never heard him really say that, but you know, um yeah, just really something else with the, what they've all gone through. And um now you see their helmets and it, it seems to be different, but still, yeah. I, I wouldn't hey. I I think AB takes A B. Part of AB is AB being AB, but you you can't deny he took a lot of hits going across the middle. Uh, We all remember the Bengals game, um, and it takes a toll. You can't not be in constant car accidents like that and not have it take a toll. Yeah. They're
0: trying. They're trying to – hopefully hopefully because if they don't figure out then 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 that's the end of football as we know it so yeah. they better they better figure this out they, they're trying to be better you know before it was when somebody got like a concussion they were like oh you got your bell rung get back out there you know now they're oh yeah all about it so we'll see we'll see i but- think if
2: they really the nfl really wants to fix it though they have to come up with some kind of method Whereas the defense can play defense and still tackle people. Do you know what I mean? You can't, it can't just be, well, we're going to let the guy catch. He's going to get the yardage anyways. Either he's going to catch the ball or he's going to get the penalty. Do you know what I mean? Because you touch him. So I think they got to find a way to balance that out somehow so that defenses can still do their jobs. Do you know what I mean? And while the offensive players are protected.
1: Yeah. Because no matter which way you slice it and I guess, I don't know how you want to look at it, but. From the time, from the beginning of time, people love the violence. Going back to the yeah. Roman Coliseum, you know. Yeah. You can, I, I think it's it's too generalized to say. Well, every, everyone just goes to race car to races to see wrecks. No, there's a lot of gearheads that love the science about it. I'm one of them. But yeah, it's pretty cool to see some of those big wrecks, man. What? And these, you know, but yeah, hockey, football, the violence, we like it. And to to Leanne's point, I think if you ever took that away, if it ever did go flag football, I think that would be the only thing that would actually right. kill the NFL
0: right yeah. right um you would have
1: some it would take so much time for there to be so much involvement in it but yeah we had here in high npa die this year you know jersey shore high school young man yeah, died we yeah. still have that kid from current city that's struggling yeah. to regain yeah. his life yeah so there is that yeah. aspect of it it's sad
0: and it it's sad that uh you know, basically, yeah, it's it's ridiculous that the, that the defensive players aren't allowed. To, you're not allowed to touch the quarterback, even though I love that. I, I don't know. I guess the refs expect when you're running 100 miles an hour, somebody you're supposed to stop in midair like you're in the matrix or something like that and not touch the quarterback. Like, do you not understand how, how momentum works, how physics works? But well, or what- then
2: you're going to allow the fake slide. You know what I mean? Like you're going to allow like, that mm, to happen. Mm-hmm, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have things like that. So. I understand that the NFL wants this to be this high scoring thing and all that, but but truly it's not fun for anybody if all you do is sit and watch people score. You want to see defense. You want the challenge. You want to see yeah. your team overcome that and, and be able to, to win a game. And so I think they have to find a way to balance it.
0: But the other sad thing is so they're basically like, no headshots. Don't you dare do a headshot. If you do a headshot, you're just, you're, you're, you're kicked out immediately. So then defensive players are like, Okay, so take out their knees. Right. You see that a lot. You see them like,
2: like go right for the legs. It's yeah. like, uh, ask oh. Nick
1: Chubb about that. Yeah, you know, ask Nick Chubb about that. And I, Joe and I were talking about memorable moments from this year, Leanne. I think, was it last week or week before, Joe? And I kind of thought, you know, the, the compassionate Steelers fans showed Nick Chubb when he got hurt. That yeah. Night. You know, it was quiet. Um, people were really hoping. Yeah, go but I'm not but sure a, he's ever coming back.
0: A lot of Brown's fans say that that uh, Minka did that on purpose and he's dirty. Like, come on.
2: Come on. Like if anybody, like anybody, not Minka. Come on.
0: Easily Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You he can don't... make
2: that you can make that argument for a lot of players, but not Minka.
1: No,
0: not Minka. no. No. Yeah. Um Art Rooney the second talked today. Uh you know, it's funny we have an owner that doesn't talk. Jerry Jones has a press conference every week.
1: <laughs> oh and Art Rooney II God.
0: talks like two or three times a year, um. So so when he talks, it's really important. But uh, I thought it was really interesting that they said they basically asked him about the offensive coordinator. He said, "Well, that's Mike's thing. Mike Mike's makes, thing. Mike yep. Mike fixed the offensive coordinator." like, really? Did that change? Because I think a lot of times in uh, in his tenure, he Tomlin was told what what kind of coordinators he was supposed to yeah. have. So. Yeah, I swear I I think
2: sometimes he just says stuff so that people will stop asking because what is your rebuttal to that? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. Do you know what I mean? I can't ask you anything further because you said it's not your call. You know what I mean? So I swear I think sometimes that Rooney's just says like whatever to get you to change the topic because he's not going to tell you anything.
1: I think there's some truth to that. But I think part of that truth though is that I still feel this way just from the things you see, what Joe just said about how often you hear from him. I think Dan was much more involved than Art is. Yeah. Um and, and Dan could have fielded a question to that, like Jerry Jones. He's not afraid to field the questions because of how involved he is day to day, and maybe just too involved. But I, I would do wish like art was a little bit more like Dan, and a little bit more involved, because I, I just feel that when Dan was involved, things were done right and done a little bit better internally, um, uh, with player, uh, but also and done uh with coaches as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean you know, you people people say, you know, it's it's a results driven uh, business, and uh, you know, they, they crap on Tomlin for not getting the results. It's like, yeah, well, you know, Rooney hasn't really got the results either. So, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, they all he, have he a part to play. Um, he said today. We've had uh, uh, on the urgency to win in the playoffs. We've had enough of this. It's time to get some wins. It's time to take these next steps. There is some urgency there for sure. And it sounds like he is, you know, it sounds like that's the the theme of this offseason is we're willing to do other things. We're willing to to change our philosophy the way we've done things uh, because what we've been doing doesn't work. So we'll see.
2: If that's true. I have so much appreciation and applause for that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I I am all about the Steeler way of doing things. I appreciate our tradition and that we stand by our men and all of that. But, you know, we also have to modernize what we're doing to some degree and, and recognize the way the NFL has changed and come along with it so we can win. So I, I hope that's true. And we do find some balance.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I said, I mean, there's there's not a lot you could take out of this season. I still say going five and one in the best conference or best division of football was pretty impressive. And either way, you either way you slice it, no matter whether it's Kenny Pickett yeah. or Mason yeah. Rudolph at the helm. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, there is some things. And I guess you know, I, too, um, you know, I, I've said this before. I know it's not the popular opinion, but I do. I would like to see Kenny Pickett be given a chance with a little bit more stability in the coaching ranks a decent offensive line because I think you're just writing them off a little bit too early. We only lot- saw the kid
2: play one game without Matt Canada, one right. game.
1: Right. right. There are a lot of things he right. didn't do as well. I would like to see him personally improve upon. He's not yeah. escaped from this at all, but um, yeah, there's just so much and there's so much this offseason that they got to do. I, I, I don't care at this point, Joe and, and Leanne, even if this year is like kind of a slight rebuild, I'll be okay with that. But come that next season, it needs to be in full gear. I, this year, they failed on what I said they needed to do. They didn't win a playoff game or two. So to me, it was a, kind of a failed season, even though it was 10 and seven, made the playoffs. Um, there's a lot to do. And I, of every job, time I, I
2: say 10 and seven, though, I think about those games that we won, and so many of them were like, as late minute comebacks, you know what I mean. Yeah. And look, I get that a win is a win, and all that's all that matters. But there were so many of those wins that felt almost like a loss because the right. game was so poorly executed. You know, right. we got, you know, we got things together to to get this win at the end of the game or whatever it was. It, right. it just it doesn't feel like they were like ten solid wins.
1: Yeah, and it's just not being pessimistic. I think wins. that's realistic. It's realistic, yeah. uh, pessimism, because, look, the Steelers, the defense bailed us out in that first Browns game. We yes. The defense, I mean, that Browns, game against Browns.
2: Cleveland, the defense won that game. Yes. hundred percent. You can't say they yeah. did.
0: The defense won so many games. It was yes. like, it's a miracle that
1: this team won 10 games. It is yeah. an, that's it, what it I'm just...
2: saying. It's crazy when you think about it. It feels like a five-win season or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was well, glad that Terrell Austin got the extension. He deserved it. I'm glad to see him coming back. Um, but now you need to work on the offensive side of things, and there's some holes you need to patch up on defense too. Um, right,
0: just- right, Uh The defensive line, the cornerbacks, this the safety, the in-
2: linebacker. Happened inside with the linebacker
0: with the inside linebackers. All of them are near dead. Who knows if, yeah. if any of them are going to come back? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of questions. I wonder if they're going to bring back Pat Pete. I wonder. It's like, well, just make him a safety. Like, really? That's yeah. Me.
1: You're I'm a big fan dollars on at,
0: who didn't do a damn thing.
1: Have Pat Firebeam start dating Dua Lipa.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know who the like who other who the other like popular singers are. Yeah, Dua Lipa. I wouldn't. Yeah, we could. <laughs> We, we can we can handle that. See her something somebody. Um, Christina Aguilera.
1: She's still
2: She's she's from yeah, Pittsburgh. She's she probably can't. like forty five now, right? Here's
1: the deal. We talked a little bit about this, and we joined together. I said this earlier. Got some got some legs. Stop pissing all over Taylor Swift. I've had it with it. It's not her choice that they put her on camera. That's the producer's choice from CBS Fox. Amazon Prime, whoever. ABC. Leave her alone.
0: Is Beyonce she's married?
1: Fun. Beyonce? I
0: have yes. no idea. Beyonce right? is married. Okay, so she, she's, she's she's married on. to somebody. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Here we go. Somebody could date there Miley. There we go. Paris.
2: She's yes. super cute. Um yep. the,
0: the yeah, the whole Taylor Swift thing. I what, what 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 is your problem? it's come on. Like it's not like they show her that often. She doesn't even want to be shown.
2: What did Darren say every, it's like 31 seconds or something? I
1: mean, come on. To, well, in the, going into the playoffs, it was 25 and a half. Right. Um, playoff games because a little bit longer or not longer game, but longer exposure, 36 seconds. So for 25 or 36 seconds of your life, you're that pissed off, you're that angry with your life. I mean, I feel really sorry. It's, it's
0: political. It's because
2: let's then, talk about like how much politics. Chris Collins worth we have to look about and get angry about that. Seriously. And leave her Seriously. You
1: know, he owns Pro right. Football Focus, and the new, God knows if Pro Football Focus puts out a grade, oh, my God, well, that's it. I have some news for you. Pro Football Focus is just so far – they do some things very well. but A lot of it is so slanted and not take a look at everything in totality that it's not as great as you think it is. Yeah, no, you know, right it's
0: It's just so funny pro that they're pro supposed pro to be now. based on analytics and numbers, right. and they're so biased, especially against the Steelers. It is
1: laughable. Yep. I don't care. I, I mean, I love the story that there's a lot of young ladies and young guys who have never watched a damn big game of the NFL in their life. And because of her, they've been watching some games. So, so what's yeah. now? You can sit down on the couch when you couldn't with your daughter and watch a football game and she enjoys it. You're going to complain about that. If that's as much as your life's come to, I'm sorry. Maybe you need to get help. It's you Taylor don't. Swift. She's having fun. It's okay to have fun. Who cares? And she's the biggest pop star in the world. It's just like we were talking about. Remember Cindy Lauper in the 80s? Every time you turn the TV on, she was somewhere. WrestleMania, Pepsi, yeah. Car, the Goonies, uh, arm wrestling contest, you know, the, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Cindy Lauper was everywhere. She may have been sitting beside your couch sometime in 1985. That's she was everywhere. That's the way pop goes.
0: Do you, remember, you remember do you remember last year? Last year, the big story was, Oh, mama Kelsey, she has yes! one son on the team and one son on the other. So they showed Mama Kelsey all the time. What well, did she ruin football? Did Mama Kelsey right. did showing Mama Kelsey every couple minutes? Did that ruin anything? No. Remember but I said learned- it's the same
2: thing, like when you watch the Lakers games and they show Jack Nicholson on the sidelines like 52 yeah. times in his courtside seat. Nobody's screaming about how he's ruined pro basketball i mean it's yep. it's ridiculous it's, a, it's a slanted did, argument
1: did i told leanne in pittsburgh for a while remember for whatever reason part of the cable package we had wgr and you would get the rangers in the knicks games same thing you'd see matt leblanc was a huge rangers yeah. fan um uh, half the guys from the sopranos were there and they'd find them every single night nobody was complaining uh kurt warner's wife is another one remember for whatever reason they showed court oh yeah all the time because uh, she had the shaved head because she looked like yeah. his mom yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so it's just like you people um you,
0: They yeah. showed Eminem a whole bunch of times last week when he was in Detroit.
1: That didn't ruin anything. Right. Although although saying, this week right? he was
0: he was flipping off people, which was pretty funny. Right. Kansas, City,
1: <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs are a team that have won a lot lately, obviously. So guess what? They get more prime time playing. You know, yeah. it's not like you're uh you're gonna see a lot of the Arizona Cardinals games and whoever they players may t- date or not date. I don't know. And even if they did, I wouldn't care because it's like, oh, yeah, there's Taylor Swift. She's having a good time. She's having so The reality
2: is, is every other NFL player's girlfriend and spouse put together does not equal the celebrity status that Taylor Swift has exactly. on her own. She yep. eclipses everybody else in celebrity. So just because you're not a fan or because you don't understand her, you don't like her, you don't appreciate what she's doing, doesn't mean that you're going to hate on her. And it doesn't mean that she's done anything personally wrong.
1: Right, if she was dating like Chase Elliott, she'd be huge in NASCAR. If she yeah. was dating Sidney Crosby, right, or if she was dating you know something like Bryce that, Harper
2: you know, or somebody, yeah, I mean, Bryce it's just, yeah. or
1: or uh, you know whoever Carmelo Anthony, I mean, whatever. Right. I mean, no matter where it would be, it would be a story because yes. she is this generation's Madonna, Michael Jackson, Cyndi Lauper, <laughs> Whitney Houston, however you want to put that. That's right. who she is right now. Yeah, and she's until so sure. her her star starts to fade and they all fade away gen- generally, sometimes quicker than others. Appreciate what it is now. This is the generation that you're
0: And in. she's not yep. seeking it. She's not, you know, no, she's not no, making no. it all about her. When the no, cameras are on her, her, she's like, get
1: away from me. Yeah. To, to the Ravens fan that yelled to her yesterday, you're ruining football. No, you're a despicable. Ass. Yeah. despicable jackass.
0: Well, I mean, winter all, winter. all Ravens fans are jackasses, I but mean, uh, she
1: is not ruining football. You're ruining football with that outlook on life.
0: And even some other, right before that, some other fans said like, you helped them. And it was like, I didn't do anything
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, right. Like, come on. Yeah, it's, um, the whole thing is is bad. It's I'm it's more
0: bad. I'm more concerned about the broadcast because it's on CBS and it's gonna be um Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Yes, Tony I was. Romo is getting on my nerves.
2: Oh my Great. god, what Great. happened Great. to him in this weekend's game? Oh my god. And
1: Greg Olson and oh, oh my gosh, man. I'm gonna forget the other guy's name. They did such a better job on Fox yesterday. I feel so
0: bad for Greg Olson because they're going to push him aside because Tom Brady wants to be a broadcaster now. Oh yeah, Olson doesn't. And there's like, get out of here.
1: If he doesn't have decent job, I guess I have to. I have to. I like Tom Brady as a player, no, but I I guess you got to give everybody a shot.
0: Somebody said this, and I think it would be an amazing idea because Bill Belichick is probably not going to get a a coaching job,
2: which Um, is crazy to me. you know what
0: it makes a lot of sense though yeah i think it's like like why would you not want him? well because for one thing he's kind of sucked without brady and for another thing he wants total control he does
2: want total control and And he's
0: 71 so and he's so old school all this analytics we're talking about with dan campbell belichick hates that stuff so you're gonna tell yeah. you're gonna say we're new school we're new school we're doing we're doing modern it's like and then this guy comes along and says i don't want to this analytics like right, like, right.
2: Like,
0: you're just totally so i so i i kind of get that because i I'm get like, that um, but I would love him and Nick Saban doing like the Manning cast. Could you imagine just watching a game with, with be Bill, awesome. Belichick? Bill Belichick? Because Bill Belichick as as curmudgeon as he was on those press conferences. He is actually a wonderful dude to talk to about. Yeah. Football. He would be very smart in the, in the studio or something like that. That guy is like basically the smartest football guy there is. That would yeah. be an amazing, um, uh, Thing if they wherever wherever he goes wherever he does if if he just does has a studio job or whatever talking about football that would be amazing because he I watch it he's he's amazing. All right, all right. Well,
1: Super Bowl predictions.
0: Oh, Chiefs! Chiefs! Um, Chiefs! I am never betting against Patrick Mahomes ever again.
1: (laughs) So you're both going Chiefs? Does that mean I, I have to? I have to go with the 49ers. I, I don't know. Um you're right about Mahomes. I just can't even
2: speak the 49ers getting another Super Bowl in existence. No, I, no. I just I don't I'm care if they were surprised, it's
1: been
0: it's been Cardinals. almost thirty years since they won. That's shocking. Yeah.
2: It is shocking. They were bad for but, a long time. They
0: were. They were.
1: But you're right. Mahomes is kinda like Michael Jordan right now or Tyson or or however you wanna put it, uh or Brady. Um it's just He's on that level. You can you, you just can't
0: bet against him. I mean,
2: this is the think we're
1: s- catching like they are now. Ugh.
2: Yeah, I didn't think we'd see a team, a player, a quarterback that would come close to eclipsing Tom Brady. Like, I know, and there's one soon. that came right
0: after him. That's crazy, and,
2: and right there alongside him, here he is. I mean, he is, it's unreal how good he is, and, and how good that team is as a unit. and... Yeah. This
0: is the worst possible Chiefs team of like the last six, and they made the Super Bowl and they beat two really good teams to to go there to do it. Basically, Mahomes, Mahomes and Kelsey just put the team on their back. Now, now they did they do it with defense too. Their defense is very good, but still, yeah, I I can't, and I'm I'm I hate saying this, and, and I'm just gonna stick to my guns. But I think Brock Purdy is a fraud. I don't think he is an actual good quarterback. And I know he's an MVP candidate. And I know he had a good year, but I think he is just a product of the system and he's surrounded by awesome talent. Yeah. And that's why he's good. I listened
2: to Trey Essex's podcast the other day and he went through every quarterback in the NFL. And if you took that quarterback out of their team and plugged them into this system, do you know what I mean? Instead of Brock Purdy, could they do what Brock Purdy had done? And with the exception of like a handful of very bad quarterbacks, I mean, he felt like all of them could do this, that the talent is not Mr. necessarily Mr. Brock Purdy. It's the system. Even Penny Pickett. Not Mitch, Not Mitch. Trubisky.
0: Trubisky. No, Not no,
1: Trubisky. Yeah, no. Mitch Trubisky. No, sorry. Sorry, Mitch. Mitch uh, Mitch don't... Trubisky
0: was basically Jimmy G when he was with the oh, 49ers. Gosh. That was basically <laughs> that was a, you knew Jimmy he's G. Every time, every time he took the ball, it's like, oh, here we know Excuse here comes the interception. Boto. It's coming. Yeah. That's the same thing. I with told Mitch.
2: somebody yesterday, stop saying his name. You say it three times in a row and he's going to show up back in Pittsburgh. So just <laughs> stop saying <laughs> oh, his name. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll just say it twice. Trubisky, Trubisky. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks so much. This was awesome. All right. See I'll yeah. talk to you again. See you guys. Bye.